episode 12, I'll see you in hell of Story Mode, a video game podcast brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and I am joined today by Simon Evans. That physically pained me to hear that. Tower roll, baby. Keelan Simpson. Usually you do an okay job, but today, man, mm mm. Damn it. Josh Cotter, did I disappoint you as well, Josh? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Look, I expected better, honestly. Look, 12 rhymes with shelve. That's it. Delve. Ooh, that would have been good. Nah, mm. uh, I don't know. Look. Speaking of disappointing, we're gonna, today we're going to be talking about... <laughs> just straight into it. Yeah. Okay, you, you've got to throw me off. I'm going straight into the news to forget about the mistakes of the past. Um, By focusing on somebody Xbox- else's mistakes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, Xbox had their Xbox Inside event last week. Um, this is the first of many. They'll be doing them monthly, I believe. And it'll just be a showcase of what's to come um, next gen as part of the Xbox Series X lineup. Um, now, first of all, let's just get out of the way what the standard they set was they said they'll be showing off third-party games tick they'll be going into assassin's creed um valhalla tick they'll be showing off gameplay next-gen gameplay as you listeners may notice i didn't say tick there because it was like a a little scribbly line they they didn't they did not guys i mean like the way I described it to Josh before, like, if they were in a courtroom <laughs> and somebody said, did you show gameplay? They could be like, legally, yes. <laughs> because technically it was there. Yeah. Was it, it? Technically, technically there was some gameplay. Everything Wait. that you saw there, I'm 90% certain that everything we saw was in-engine footage. Yeah. That, and that's... some some of the, some of the games did show a little bit of gameplay. There was no UI, but it was gameplay. Oh, I'm sorry, I must have blinked and therefore yeah. missed. It. I was about to say, there we go. That's the problem. What it. the fuck? There was nothing. Uh, yeah, like I... uh, definitely everything was in engine. And don't get me wrong, some of that looked fantastic, but that was almost all of that was trailers. Like almost the entire. Yeah. I don't I don't recall seeing any gameplay whatsoever in yeah. any of that. I was expecting more, like, heads-up displays. Just anything. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I I, I really expected. Just before we get too far into it, what we're going to do, let's just go through what our expectations were, what we wanted to get out of this. Then we're going to go through every game that was there, and then kind of our final thoughts on the uh, Xbox Inside event as a whole. So, so Keelan, you're you're one of our Xbox guys. What did you want from this? Knowing that, you know, third-party games... Gameplay, air quotes, and Assassin's Creed were the promised things. What were, what did you want? I didn't want third-party games to begin with. I wanted <gasps> first-party games. I wanted Microsoft to show I off a big it. exclusive. Exactly. I want it now. Exactly. Um, you could call me Violet Beauregard because I am <laughs> swollen I and purple right now with <laughs> anger. Do you, do you want, like... I know we've only just started the show, and this is a really strange tangent to go on to. Do you guys know what Mike TV's um, name was in, like, the original script or the original book or whatever it was, the original draft of the I really need to know. Tell me, please. Herpes Trout. (laughs) Herpes Trout. He wrote that as a child's name. What? Why? (laughs) Mm. 
Do you ever just wonder if he completely went off the deep end? Because I think he did a few that times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was bonkers, that man. Yeah, he was um, a national treasure, but fucking bananas. He was insane. Like some of it, he wrote like a, um, a really adult book about going around and stealing the salmon of celebrities. Uh, Look, uh, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Wasn't he stupid <laughs> what and racist an odd as tangent well? To get onto. Real racist, real. Oh yeah, like yeah. cartoon, Scooby Doo villain levels yeah. of racism. Oh, for some reason, they come off racist. That's great. You know Simon, what? Let's, what did you uh, want? Can, from the can, can we just say, just quickly, <laughs> the level of that conversation there correlates highly with my level of disappointment in this uh, gameplay reveal trailer. At least the name Herpes Trout got a gasp from you. Mm. <laughs> it got a reaction. I don't think this, yeah, <laughs> this whole point. show got much reaction. <laughs> Simon, how did you feel? Um, confused, largely. Because, <laughs> right. The, I get that they were obviously trying to showcase it and have, you know, oh, look, these are people. And, you know, these are Xbox people talking about the Xbox things. Cool. But why did it look like, you know, these are, I'm imagining, relatively high up people. Why did they not have a decent quality mic? Or webcam. Oh my god. <laughs> Throughout this whole lockdown, I keep thinking that everybody who like who normally is in front of a crowd talking to people and they've had to, you know, obviously change a lot. Yeah, yeah. To to go from working from like maybe in the in, in the States it's a lot hard to get like good quality webcams because they're in such high demand at the moment. That could make sense. Yeah. Um but it's really jarring when I'm I'm looking at like some of the head people at Xbox and it's like God, I've got a a better setup for you. I just went to yeah. works. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm, I'm not being too. I, I'm not doing, being too critical of them. Like, I get it. Like, whatever. It's, too it's, fan critical. <laughs> hey, uh, check them out. Um, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to be horrible towards them or anything. Like, I get it. You, it's whatever. It's your setup for home. But if you're going to be using that to set up a presentation. For the next generation of Xbox games, invest a little bit, all right? In their, to their credit, they did lean into the dagginess of it with all their Zoom backgrounds and that amazing fridge joke at the start. Yeah. At the start, yeah. the first guy talking had everyone was saying that the new Series X looks like a fridge. Yeah, um, he's like, oh look, it's so Milky Spencer. In the background, it was a fridge. He's like, yeah, I'll be a few chill drinks out of there. Like. I, oh, I definitely darn. think that Thanks, they Dad. <laughs> they tried to sort of like lean into that aspect where it was kind of like low production quality to make it I don't know feel a little bit more like grassroots and feel in line with some of the games they showed authentic but yeah didn't play Not off that. that way at all. So Josh, you were up at one a.m. because you were a trooper mm. and you watched this. How did you feel? Would you, did you wish you were asleep? <laughs> so I don't wish I was asleep. <laughs> like I don't think I'm as down on it as most of the internet. Um, but I definitely went back to sleep going like, eh, I probably could have probably could have caught that in the morning. Like there was nothing really <laughs> that made me gasp. You know, there was, um, it says a lot when the main, like the primary takeaway I got was like, oh wow. Like Yakuza 7 still hasn't got a release date. It's got a kind of <laughs> sort of release window. Like, <laughs> oh, cool. It's being released. We know I'm that. glad the Silent yeah. Hill composer is still getting work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. I, yeah, it just now this this could just be um, kind of 
the state of play we're in at the moment because we're not getting, you know, E3 and stuff like that. So we're a little bit starved for next-gen content at a time that we thought we would be feasting on it. So maybe just like this little bit, little morsel they gave us, despite the abysmal messaging, even they've come out and said, hey, we uh, stuffed that up a little bit. <sighs> just, I, I just said it's, it's sad what we're game with. And yeah, the reaction hasn't been great to it. Yeah. Which is a shame, because I, I think they showed some interesting things. So let's just jump into the games. Uh, the first game we saw, Bright Memory Infinite from FYQD Studios in China. It's a one-man studio. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Um, now, it's, it's like a first-person shooter. There's war running, which made me think it was a Titan, like a Titanfall thing at the start. I got really excited about that. But you're shooting, and then you're fighting like a Spartan warrior, and you're hitting him with a, with a bow and arrow. Then you jump in your DeLorean. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! This was weird. It felt like um, uh, Ready Player One. Oh, don't say it that! Like, how much stuff can they put into it? It gave me Mirror's Edge vibes, actually. All oh, the traversal. Yeah, with the traversal mm. in particular. All right, I can mm. get that. And yeah, the real like shiny look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The game looked really good. Oh yeah. But it something didn't look right about it. It, de- something, it had like something really unsettling. Yeah. Um. Like it definitely had an early generation kind of. You know, I don't know shininess <laughs> and remind me of yeah, like it yeah, it was real shiny and <laughs> infamous I think second a sun lot was covered up by the wind. There was a lot of wind on screen, which is like, well, go inside, you know, like windy. <laughs> your hair's up. Have you got There's an umbrella? A lot of wind and a lot of glitches, like like oh look how cool this is, glitches. Bleh. But I felt like that was covering a lot up. Um, yep. Now, Keelan, you were revealing something to us. Like this game is out already. Kind of. Sort of. Let me let me tell you guys something first. Okay. If Bright Memory Infinite looks and plays the way it did in that trailer when it comes out on Series X, I will buy us all a round of drinks. It's not going to. Think hey. say, or buy us all a copy. <laughs> Hell yeah. no. Um, I was hoping you'd say you'll buy oh, us yeah. all an Xbox, but you know. Nope. You know this, <laughs> Keelan, you know this show is recorded. Like, I will bring this up when this comes out. <laughs> and I fully intend <laughs> to. this out. I, we I'm confident. This, show. this isn't just a, ch- a chat. I'm in, I'm confident about this statement here. So, Bright Memory Infinite is basically the the completed, for lack of a better word, version of an episodic game that is already out. In fact, it launched in 2019, the beginning of 2019. It already exists. It's called Bright Memory. It's on Steam. It is a little bit janky, but it looks pretty good. Like it's pretty cheap and it's an incredible achievement for a single person it's absolutely amazing this game also exists as a mobile game on the google play store you can play it on your phone (laughs) i am gonna get that because that is blowing my mind have you has anyone played it or seen it's a dollar it's a dollar 30 so just buy it and tell us how it plays jesse because i'm very curious you know i'm gonna i'm gonna can you use smart delivery to get I'm actually I'm gonna gonna search up in Steam now if I can spell bright. So from what I've heard, like this is the so bright memory, right? The chapter one that released last year. It's a thirty dollar uh, thirty dollar excuse me a six dollar like thirty minute experience. Yep, I believe. Yeah. Yep. That's There's so interesting. It makes the one person job seem you know okay. I, I understand. Like it's still it's an incredible feat. Now obviously. It's not just the one person. Like, people would help with sound and stuff like that. But the the basis 
with one person, which is a spectacular feat. Um, mm-hmm. No idea who the guy, <laughs> what their name is, but you know. Tom. I think it's well done. I, I think it's also uh, incredible the technology that they're using because, like, this is the same base game essentially that is available on PC right now. It's also available on your Android phone, and it's going to be available on the Series X as well. That shows you how scalable the technology that they use to build it on is. And I think that's incredible. I think it'll look amazing, but I don't that's think it's going to be... Like, yes, it is. It's Unreal 4. Mm, yeah. I don't think it's going to be as smooth as, <laughs> hey, hey. as they oh, showed in the trailer. <laughs> um, well, right. So I've just put it up on Steam, and uh, it's just bright memory, as you said. Currently $14.50 in Aussie dollar dues. Um, Which is like three dollars everywhere else. All bright memory owners will get bright memory, bright memory infinite for free. So if you want to get a next gen game for fourteen dollars fifty, do it. Just go buy it now on Steam. Apparently, and- hey, the thing on Steam that got my attention, I just had a look, quick look at like the briefing on it, and the combat is being compared a lot to Devil May Cry. I've seen what? a few different rev- reviews of Bright Memory. The Yep. Addition of that now. I watched some gameplay footage um, and yeah. I would agree. Yep. Okay, That's cool. Sweet. I'm in. Like, so I don't care about these shiny graphics and your your DeLorean. Why were there DeLorean in it? <laughs> I don't know, but DeLoreans are cool. What is happening in this Clearly. game? Um, Time travel? Uh, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> well, there seemed I, like it kind of did give me um, like For Honor kind of vibes, right? Yeah, there was kind of like a samurai, you know, oh, like Japan yeah. kind of theme, and then there was like a knight with a big old broadsword or something. Yeah. Mm. When you're fighting that guy with the, like the knight with his shield, like, dude, you have a gun. Shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you hitting him with a bow and arrow? Shoot him For in one, the head. Shoot him with the bow and arrow. Two, shoot him with your fucking AR. <laughs> I, I want to point something out to you guys. If I was that- Sorry, <laughs> I want to point something out to you guys on the mobile um, version of this of this game on the store. It says attention before purchase. The game only contains one hour flow. Please do not buy it if you cannot accept it. Since the PC full version has not yet nice. been developed, it's uncertain wow. whether it can be transplanted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Um, and, and some oh, people that's... like in the Steam reviews are saying saying something similar. So um, someone called TA Master is saying Bright Memory is an indie sci-fi FPS um, and a prequel to Bright Memory Infinite due to release in the future. It has been specified that this is not a fully fleshed out game, but only a taste of what Infinite will be. I think they um, make it very then, uh, clear of that. Yeah, yeah um, and then then like the review underneath from uh, Frozen Shiver is saying it is um, this is only a, a, a demo with forty minutes of content. So yeah, oh, um, we'll see what happens with it, eh? Yeah, it, it looks nice. Daring choice to have as your first game there, but then they went into something a little bit more um, recognizable. Now I actually thought this was a different game when it first showed. Mm. Um, Codemasters Dirt Five. Um, I love the dirt racing games. I like a good racing game, but I was convinced this was Forza when it, when it got shown. Um, the colors, very bright colors, the pumping music, the lo- different locales, very in line with Forza. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I got the yeah, same vibes. The I thought it was an about this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, really, I mean, at this point, if, if that's the way the dirt is going, cool. I think the dirt is a really underrated racing game. Uh, Wait. If they're going to be like... Question. Yeah. Did anybody see physical dirt in this trailer? 
There's lots of mud. There was. Not, like, that's the thing. But a lot of it was kind of like streetish. Mm. I, I feel like it's almost like a third Forza game. So you got Forza. Um, what's the normal Forza called? There's Forza Just Horizon. Forza. Motorsport. Which yeah. Is like, which is like, you see, Forza Motorsport is like the simulation. Forza Horizon is a bit more out there. I mean, like DLC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dirt is just becoming Forza on but dirty. Ground Forza. <laughs> That's all we like to see here. Mm-hmm. Now, the strangest <laughs> thing about this game is they're doing the, the strangest flex I've seen from a racing game. So, <laughs> you know, all these like amazing uh, racing game plot lines and narratives. And no, of course you don't because no one gives a shit. <laughs> No. Storyline. Hey, hey, hey. Racing games. Need for Speed Most Wanted, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, take that back. One example. Mm. Okay, and we'll get another one later the, on. The, the crew two attempted to have some form of. Get a story. out of here with your crew two. <laughs> I'm Crash actually racing. Code Masters. That bought it. All right. Are getting in Troy Baker and Nolan North VO royalty to be in their na- the story mode of this game. So quite interested to see what they do with that. Um, yeah. Will it just be a really easy paycheck for Baker and North? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, credit to them. I'm expecting them to just be saying, sick drift, dude. Something like that. Just over <laughs> and over so and over. Gnarly, if I bro. can have Nolan North say sick trick, dude, into my ear. <laughs> Ooh, beautiful. Now, something that has got me really excited for this game. No, I mean, I am pumped for Dirt 5. I will get this game. Um, it'll have offline, like, multiplayer script, uh, split screen. Yeah, I, I feel like that really? hasn't been a racing game for a really long time. Hmm. No, it hasn't. I am very, very excited. Mar- for that. Mario Kart Eight would like to uh, clear its throat in the background. A racing game, <laughs> no, like, yeah. like, a, like a like a racing game, like a good An one. Actual um, racing. Anyway, game, onto the yeah. next one. <laughs> oh. Jeez, right, you can't say uh, Mario Kart Eight is not a good racing game because everybody knows that you will play that the first fucking opportunity you get. Because it's the only thing there. It's like I don't like tomato juice. But if I was in the desert, I'd drink it. <laughs> what a stretch that wow. was. <laughs> that was... <laughs> I stand by it. Don't, don't scorn me. Speaking of scorn, that's our next game hey. up. That I'll give you that same way. That was good. <laughs> I think You've I redeemed yourself for... From Ebb Software, or Ebb Software, as I'm going to start calling it. Um, it's a HR Giga-inspired uh, first-person horror adventure game. Uh, this game looks creepy. It was, it was it like was gameplay. I mean, there was nothing even that could be considered gameplay. Not this even one. Close. It was just all visuals and stuff nah. like that. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure there's um, been gameplay of Scorn before yep. in the past. Yeah. 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 I, I, I feel like I've seen this before. Um, well, it was like, now, it was a Kickstarter a couple years back and it failed oh, multiple oh, times. Yeah. Oh. It was going to be episodic. Like it was originally going to be like a big, like, you know, full scale, um, their full vision in one product. And then when they failed the first kickstarter i believe they went on and was like yo we went back to the drawing board with you know schedule out as this episodic kind of thing and then that failed as well um so it's kind of yeah. cool to see them pick up some kind of funding from microsoft mm. yeah i mean this looks cool this has a cool vibe to it oh, I mean, yeah. anything that has a hr giga vibe to it that you see like all like the, a lot of spines and stuff it and is a lot of, pretty um, weird, isn't it? Very horror-based sexual I- suggestive yeah. Im- imagery. Mm. There is a part where um, let's how do I put this without being too um, Lips. a pangus <laughs> comes out. Okay, <laughs> a pangus comes forth. Okay, <laughs> and then it comes back to it, and the, the, this said pangus is oozing the fluid. You know what I mean? 
And then it cuts to like some sort of statue of a zombie thing motorboating something. <laughs> 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 it was really bizarre. On, on, like, the, on the site I'm that scared, I've got. but this is really, really horny. <laughs> on the site that I've got just to sort of list everything, that is the screenshot they've used. It's just, <laughs> it's like, they were clearly going to town. Like, that's a dick. They thought like we this wouldn't is how notice. You get- yeah, I feel like, like this is know, how you game get is, They'll attention. never pick it up. <laughs> and I like, it comes out a little bit, it's like, oh, I know what that is. And it comes out more, like, whoa! <laughs> hmm. uh, um, the other thing about this game that really got me is every time I see the word scorn, I think of Scarn, and I think of the Scarn from Threat Level Midnight from The Office. <laughs> I just see Michael be like, no, Billy, I haven't done that dance since my wife died. <laughs> oh, so... That's that's where my mind went during this whole presentation. Weird direction. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, on to the next one. Now, this game got me excited. Um, chorus or Curves. Oh, Jesse, I knew, I knew you'd like called. this one. I'm getting real control vibes from some of the... Yeah. Oh, man, it mm. looks beautiful. So, this is from Deep Silverfish Labs. It looks like cross between control... The way I wrote it is Control and Hellblade got together, had a baby, and then Star Fox adopted that baby. And raised it. I'm. That's what I'm looking forward to. Is the Star Fox esque, um, space battles. That's. That's I think. the thing. Have they given us enough information to be t- to be able to determine whether it is Star Fox esque or more like Wing Commander or more like X Wing Tie Fighter style? Like- well, from the um, Xbox, the actual page on the Xbox side, uh, quote: Take control of Nara, the protagonist. Once the Circle's deadliest warrior, now the most wanted fugitive, on a quest to destroy the dark cult that created her, unlock devastating weapons and mind-bending abilities in a true evolution of this space combat shooter. Along with Forsaken, her sentient starfighter, explore ancient temples, engage in exhilarating zero-g combat, and venture beyond our waking reality. Hmm. I'm in. Yeah. But why? Why? Okay. Everyone. Everyone listening, which I assume is everyone. Okay. (laughs) V is a different letter to you. The only people who have pulled this up, pulled it off properly, is Chiverches. Everyone's favorite band, Chiverches. I fucking love Chiverches. Putting V as you because everyone I texted, like when this trailer came out, I texted a bunch of people like, hey, this game looks really, really cool. It's called Corvs. I was convinced that was a V. It's just stylized V. It's, it's pronounced Chorus. I mean, you even hear there's a voiceover in the game. It's like, we will restore chorus, blah, which I imagine is just like some sort of like unity or whatever. Just stop doing it. Your game looks cool enough. I mean, mm. it looks like Control. It looks very much like Control. Mm. It really and, does. Um, again, mm. I really like that I was able to talk about Control in an Xbox ep- um, themed episode. Yes. Um, yes. But just right, going going back a little bit to the sentient fighter jet. You mean Kit? Right. I'm <laughs> I had a bit of an issue. Why was there like weird tension between her and that jet during the trailer? Why was it? <laughs> Maybe it was because we were just coming off the back of um, Scorn, <laughs> Scorn and how everything's super horny in there. But I was like, what is going on with you in this plane? Because this is weird. This is a little bit weird. I'm, I'm, surely I'm not the only one. Sorry, sorry. Uh, he was Josh, you. Did either of you get that vibe from it? <laughs> nope. No. I did not no. get that. No. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't right, paying close enough attention. Up. Simon, for you, I'll rewatch yeah. that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> just, just light a yeah, candle just, first, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Set the mood. Right. Dim the lights. Just, you'll you'll just get what I mean. To save Simon from his clear <laughs> spaceship lust. Yeah. Madden 21 from EA. Mm. Now, this is a game that probably none of us is going to play, but sport games are always a really, really good way to show off your next-gen hardware. They look good, and Madden's always been a like a launch title, yeah, at so, least in the launch window for Xbox. So why didn't they show off any game. footage? Yeah. <laughs> they, showed, I mean, they showed off a tiny bit. A like tiny a bit. single they, in, character in the model. they had Pat Mahoney's, and they, yeah, they showed off one did you see uh, he fumble that ball, though? Like, jeez, man. And that grass? Ugh. Now, the big thing that's coming out of here... Now, I'm just going to take... The, this is straight from ScreenRant.com. EA announced its plan for Madden 21 on Xbox Series X and it's taking a different route from its competitors and is not supporting smart delivery. Now, smart delivery is a whole thing where you buy it on Xbox One and then you get it on Series X. Pretty simple. Mm. Instead, the publisher is offering a, quote, deal... For gamers who purchase Madden 21 prior to December 31st, 2020, an upgrade to the Xbox Series X by March 31st, 2021. Essentially, fans who fulfill these prerequisitions pre- will be given a free upgrade to the Xbox Series X version of Madden 21. What an unnecessarily complex way yeah. to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a launch window, at least, title for the Xbox... One of the biggest things that Microsoft is pushing right now is smart delivery because it is a is a cool service. Hundred mm, percent. And you're choosing not to do it. Yep, because it's EA. Yeah, it's, it's like it's EA. I, I hate piling on to certain um, devs, but this is very EA. And Have we explained what devs? What smart delivery is? Have yeah, they explained it enough? <laughs> I mean, that's another good point. It, it seems to be they explained it and they. They keep having the badge on everything, so a bunch of these trailers had this, you know, smart delivery um, stamped all over the trailer. They showed what it was when they first announced the Xbox of like, hey, you buy it for the Xbox One and you'll get it for the Series X. Now, there's a billion different permutations of how that exactly that works, but I think the basis is, that's the basics of it. I think mm. with any luck, the way it would work is you buy a game, you put it into your xbox one and then you register it to your um your xbox account and then when you have your series x you can then just re-download the game does that mean you could resell the game to a buddy and they could i imagine that would lock to your account i imagine i imagine there'd probably be a code or something that you lock to your account but you can still you can still sell or pass on the physical disc okay so it's kind of like cross buy a couple of years back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's something I don't... I think I will I have to deal with. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I quite like it. But it's something we'll only hear about for the first year of the lifespan, I reckon. And then it'll be like, no, we're now obviously 100% focused on the uh, Series X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apart so from, even I, like, I think there might be a few exceptions to that, such as your um, Just Dance games or whatever that come across on everything. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like fair. Square's True. planning on, you know, if you get Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox One... A year from now, right? Like, mm. they're Maybe also going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Two yeah. years. Maybe three. But <laughs> <laughs> eventually, I mean, that, that, that is a good point. I think there'll be examples where it does continue, but the real focus on it will be sort of gone from the, the public's eye. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah, that's just an, an odd one from um, EA. Speaking of odd, odd, odd things, Vampire colon The Masquerade. Bloodlines to 
no more colons. From Hardsuit Labs. Looked real rough. Mm. Um, real Bioshock vibes, but real Bioshock 1 vibes. Um, I don't know. You so guys the trailer are, kicks off. I don't think it looks this. that bad. Okay. I don't think it, it looks that bad. I think it looks. I think it looks fucking shit. I think for the I scope really of really a bad. game like this, it looks really great. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially like the character I'm gonna, animations. I just want to clarify. I want to clarify. Sorry, the landscapes and the environments look really nice. Mm. I, I quite like them. They had a cool vibe to them. The ca- it was a character model. Yes. I mean, the first guy, in the, the first character model looks dead on like Jesse Eisenberg. Lex, Lex Luthor. Like a yeah, like a like from a my really favorite der- film. Yeah. Deranged. <laughs> Uh, okay, it, I'll, I, I will give you that. I saw that movie twice. But I, I saw think, that movie twice in cinemas. I um, think and I didn't want to see it even once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it, it is the character models. I don't know. I think it's the proportions. I think the eyes look a bit too big for their heads. What? And they're not going for realism. No, no, I know. And uh, but, from from everything that I've sort of seen following up from that, um, people were like, "Nah, it's a really hard game to make a trailer for." Um, because of the nature of the gameplay, yep, and like you know, it, it's it's very story involved, and there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's hard to make an actiony trailer for it. That's the problem. Um, so they went for what they could go with, and it didn't didn't work. But it was- I do understand that, but like, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, the original, is kind of like a it's an RPG. It's like an immersive sim. Right, mm, so it's very yeah. like Deus Ex um, kind of vibes. Um, how did they show off like mankind divided and stuff? Like I'm sure, yeah. or Dishonored, Dishonored Two, like at a Bethesda showcase, they kind of just like run you through a portion of a level, and I feel like that would have hit. That would have yeah. really well, that hit. Been and people would have been well, sold on this vampire game. But do you think that's just not ready yet? They did that. No, they did that already. They've already they had a showcase for gameplay from Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines wow. 2. So do you think um, they did this just because it would appeal mass market, you know? Likely, and because Microsoft needed to put stuff on into this trailer. And that <laughs> yeah. was there. It's going to be yeah. a launch title, so... Yeah. I, I think, think the thing is, there's always, there's always going to be limitations um, with this as well because it's a cross-gen game, and cross-gen games are always going to be sort of held back by the lowest common denominator. So that's, that, that is that, true, yeah. That little bit of jank that you're seeing there, I think that's part of it. I think another part of it is the fact that the first Vampire the Masquerade, Masquerade game was super janky, and I got known yeah. for that. It was it was just a kind of it a doesn't run. a diamond is in the rough. Cross gen with Xbox One or 360. Oh, come on! This this really disappointed me, and from what I've seen on social media, this is the game that. Has really become. I don't want to say the laughing suck off the tri- off the the whole show, but it did, and I think that sucks because as much as they were struggling to show the gameplay properly, the gameplay they showed, like what I got from it, the vibe, I'm really into. It had a really. I would cool, really, really recommend vibe to it. You watch but that gameplay. You're showing Jesse. off. You're showing off your next gen hardware, and what's the main thing that people look for next gen stuff? They look at graphics. Cool. And if you're showing a trailer of this. You're showing off the graphics really at this point. Especially if you're not showing off proper gameplay. You're showing off graphics. I think it Why looks... Why do character models look so bad? I think it looks a hell of a lot better than uh, the next game on the list. The next few games on the list. Ooh. Oh, I... Oh, okay. Okay, Ooh, okay. Yeah, we'll okay. look at one of the next one. 
Call of the Sea from out of the blue. Um, this is, in this game, you take uh, control of uh, Nora. She's searching for Harry. Um, Harry could be a friend, a partner, who knows. On a South Pacific island uh, in the 1930s. So you go to an island. The art style is very reminiscent of The Witness, which uh, the art style was the best part of that game. It, it made me. It made me think of um, Sea of Thieves straight off the bat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Thieves, yeah, I, 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 look, I think it looked cool. Um, now, Keelan, I'm actually very interested because you said this game didn't look look like graphically as nice, but I would say completely different art style. Mm. Oh no, it looks okay. It looks fine. I'd I'd want to see what actual more gameplay looks like. I mean, that could yeah. theoretically Fish actually be gameplay. Point. It could be like a HUD free experience. You know, I would I like it. I it was. Yeah, I, really I think like it, it was. It looked like it's very. It's gonna be a very bare bones sort of thing, like walking simulator. Yeah, um, <sighs> yeah. I hate, I hate that. Fun fact for everyone listening: this this show's name was almost Talking Simulator. <laughs> you know what? Of, I'm very proud of that. Fun. You're not really interest me about that that trailer though. At the very end, the final shot, you see <laughs> the characters swimming. And you get a good look fish at the hands. hands. Fish hands. You what be- does that you mean? You become the alien from the yeah. alien. Shape the of fish water. Dude from Call of uh, Shape of Water. Yeah. 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 And we know how that movie you know ends. They fuck. <laughs> so it's like scorn. <laughs> just quickly going back to the to the art style of this. I feel like I feel like this is because of the cell shaded nature of this art style. I don't feel like it's going to be making the most out of Xbox Series X. I feel like this would look as good as it would do on current gen consoles. I don't think it's. I don't think that sort of art style can improve much. I agree from from where it is now. Like I think it is already at a very very good point. With next gen, we're not going to see a massive leap. The leap isn't going to be in graphical quality as it was with previous gens. It's going to be in stuff like load times and frame rates and stuff like that. Mm. I love this art style. It's really recognizable. It ages really well. It does. True. Um, I, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. And you know, if you can, I think ray tracing will really mm. look good on these sort of games where oh, you're yeah. focusing yeah. the light balance and stuff like that. But I think this is, this looks interesting. I'm so curious yeah, that you you bring me, that up. But I'm, I'm just a, you bring up ray tracing because yes, in games like this, I think it would make a huge difference in the presentation, mm. but. We've not seen in none of these games have shown any hint of what ray tracing implementation might look like. So yeah. the next game tries to. The next game is the Ascent from Neon Giant. Real cyberpunk vibes. Uh, it looks very much like I don't know a cyberpunk Diablo. It does. Have you noticed how many mm. cyberpunk games there are coming out next gen? And I think they're all like you know a lot of like neon lights and stuff like that. I think it's just to show off the ray tracing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm yeah. here for it. I'm curious, is it is it like a Diablo, like ARPG style game, or is it a twin stick shooter? I can't tell from I the got, footage. I got, I got twin stick. stick. Yeah, I got twin stick. Out yeah, of that's what yeah. I, I initially thought as well, because uh, if it's a I'll Diablo thing, ooh, I'm interested. If it's twin stick, mm. you can take that and go home. I'm not interested in that. I'll have a, oh, <laughs> man, you know what you've made me really want to play now? Just remind me of Resogun. Did they all play uh, Resogun with the PS4 came uh, out? Oh, yeah. We did oh, Resogun yeah, yeah. 2, you know? Resogun uh, 2 would be the best game so, of so that, the I mean, generation, that, man. That, oh. That's how interested I was in The Ascent. I straight away started talking about Resogun. <laughs> okay, game right. came out like 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a very specific reference here, but um, it gave me 
it gave me certain vibes. Like, it reminded me of StarCraft 1, when you're going through the campaign, and um, as the Terrans, you, you go into, like, certain ships and stuff, and you've got to walk around, and, yes, you know, you I save mean. a couple of Marines and stuff. I think it's because of the fact that there's the circle underneath the player character. And I was mm-hmm. like, why am I getting StarCraft vibes from this? What the fuck? And it's that. I think. It, I think it's that. It's because it's a top-down isometric. Cool. You're controlling this guy, and you know, I could. I could imagine just clicking to move him around. I could imagine that being a real-time strategy movement. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> whack my table there. Now I'm interested <laughs> again, Simon. That's interesting to See, me. Oh, that I think back would in. be fucking great. Have yeah, it. I, I hope they weren't going for that because. They should have explained it, like, had that clearer sort of Oh, vibe. 100%. Whatever it was supposed to be should have been 20 times clearer. Mm-hmm. But I, I got StarCraft 1 campaign vibes from it purely because of the setting and also he's got a circle underneath his feet. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like it looked cool. I, I thought it was going to be a twin-stick shooter. Um I think it'll be interesting. I think it will be will be cool to see what happens with it. This is actually the game, like, so I watched the presentation a few times um, just for this episode, and this is the game that every time I saw it, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot this was in it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't look bad. It, it doesn't look like my type of game. It doesn't look bad, though. It just looks like, okay, I've seen... It very much looks like a bunch of different games I've seen like, recently mashed into one. Yeah. Like visually or Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. Yeah. It didn't demand your attention. Now a game that did demand our attention. Mm. Okay. The medium. Beautiful. Mm. The medium looked really, really good. So um it's it starts off really, really uh kind of like intensely. Yeah. As a woman she's getting an ultrasound and then it crosses to her, like praying at a church. Obviously the baby's died. She is a medium. Who can travel between time seamlessly? Um, you can actually see it at the end of the trailer. You know that wipe she does. So she's looking at a building, and then the screen wipes and just sort of just tears apart, and everything. there's like dust everywhere and stuff like that. And you can see that same building at a different time. You can do that seamlessly at any point in the game, apparently, without a loading mm. screen, right? Fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. so sweet. Mm. Um, so it looks like it's very, very unsettling looking game. Uh, the uh, it was composed by Silent Hill composer Akira Yamaoka. Oh, and let me tell oh, you, yeah. let me tell you, for people unfamiliar, Silent Hill 2, one of my favorite games of all time. Hands down, Silent Hill, one of my favorite franchises. So um, actually, as soon as this trailer started, I grabbed Lauren, who was sitting next to me, and went, it's Silent Hill, it's Silent Hill. Because <laughs> like, I, could, I got like, that it's vibe. Yeah. She's like, it's 1.30, you have work in four hours. I was like, no. Silent Hill, Silent no, Hill. No, yeah, no. So that, I was like, this really caught me off guard. This really grabbed me. It it demanded my attention. Um, but yeah, so that really had me excited. And uh, I don't know if you caught the interviews they had after this event. It kind of just kept no, rolling with some dev no. interviews. Um, and they had the devs on board. And uh, they were talking about how they were so inspired by Silent Hill. And in particular, Silent Hill 2. And how they all had this immense respect for the property. And the developers who actually I'm, I don't recall their name. Did you have that written down, Jesse? I do not actually. Ah, it's the people who made uh, the one with the. Is it Blair Witch that they did? Uh, they did do Blair Witch. Yes, yes, yeah. that's Blair it. Witch. And Layers of Fear. 
Layers of Fear, that's the one. Um, and Layers of Fear and Blair Witch are both like eternally on my backlog. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to hop into those now for sure. Kind of give give me a kick in the ass to kind of, you know, hop back in and see what they've got. But yeah, I couldn't be more excited for this game. Definitely the, the more, standout of the show. Yeah, I think the more the more I watched this trailer, the more I'm like, okay, nah, this is this is cool. The vibes. Um, it's like a warm blanket. I also think that you could play any Evanescence song over the trailer and it would fit. Yeah. <laughs> Very oh, much yeah. Amy Lee vibes. <laughs> hey, cool. Yeah, more I, metal life. Yeah, yeah I think sold me there. Wake me up, wake me up, I won't sing too much. We'll get sued yeah, by probably. everyone. So on to the next game. This is actually a game that Keelan hates. I think the, three, the other three of us <laughs> are kind of excited for. Um, Scarlet Nexus by Bandai Namco. Mm. Uh, Hook that anime very, to my veins. Oh, it, it is just that anime bullshit. Yeah. You fight, you fight plants. Um, you're part of some sort of government squad called the OSF. You have psionic powers. Pump and soundtrack. Mm-hmm. There's big bosses. I'm in. Yeah. I'm all in. in. <laughs> it looks it looks like it's just gonna be one of those games where you don't like the narrative is there, but if you don't give a shit about it, it's not gonna detract from your experience. Dude, you're fighting bouquets of flowers that can't be killed. Who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, with, with 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 really nice legs though, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Why is that a thing? Um, uh, did you get that vibe, Keelan? <laughs> I certainly didn't. I did you like the legs, Keelan? <laughs> It's just an angry florist having a really hard day. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the trailer itself was actually a little bit worrying. Because it dropped the frame rate a bit in a few places. And it was very noticeable. Like most of the time, it looked really, really nice and was really smooth. And then it dropped to like 15 frames a second. I just want to like a few close-ups, and I was like, uh, "Why?" It's pretty weird. It's pretty shocking. But one thing that I just like, I can't reconcile, and I think probably the main reason why I'm just really negative towards this game is that there are two different art styles being used at the same time. There's yeah, this weird. I got like, that. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, I I can't really describe the way that the plants look, but they they are rendered in a completely different way to the way that the characters are rendered, who are rendered in just anime CG style. It's anime it, baby. It just yeah. doesn't work for me. It just looks so weird. Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean because yeah, because when when the enemies sort of were first showing, I was like, ah. Oh, is this like a spin-off of The Last of Us or something? <laughs> Wait, and, I think like plant zombies. <laughs> Done that. Been there. <laughs> and then, yeah, then the protagonist showed up and I'm like, oh, wait, what? I wasn't expecting it to turn anime immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I see what you mean, Kills. I, I do agree with you. It is two very different art styles. But again, why do the enemies have really nice legs? <laughs> right? I think all the characters in all these games have had great legs. <laughs> You've got great every- legs, Jesse. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, something I do like about this game is Microsoft has always struggled um, in Japan, and they haven't really focused on it. This whole presentation did show it a little bit more. Lean to a few games that will do well in Japan, Japanese markets. I I just I didn't mind think, that. 
I gotta say, man, Microsoft have tried really hard yeah. to get a foothold mm. in Japan. They've done a lot as far as like releasing Japanese style games developed by Japanese developers. They've bankrolled um, uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, the creator of, of Final <laughs> Fantasy. This Lost whole Odyssey. studio, Lost Odyssey, incredible game. It did nothing for the Xbox in Japan. Nothing. Yep. nothing. Yeah. And I that think this will also actually. do nothing. Yeah, like I, I feel like. You're completely right, Keelan. Like they've done so much, mm. and I feel like they've. This is like another resurgence where they've also bankrolled like Sega to bring Fantasy Star Online two to the West as well, mm. a long-awaited MMO. Um, yeah, yeah, like that we heard about like six years ago. It came out in Japan. No word on a localization, yeah. and then it just shows up at Microsoft's press conference last year, and it was just it appeared all of a sudden. Um, I feel like they're. They're trying to get back that Eastern audience, but it's just, it's too late. Like, I, I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I don't think that's their audience, you Indeed. know? They are trying. I did like about this trailer, sorry, is you actually get to fight a big boss in it. Something that's been lacking from a lot of trailers straight for next gen is scale. Mm. Remember yeah. when like the PS3 came out? That was one of the big things they wanted to show. For some reason, I have it burnt into my head. Um, a game that gets mentioned on this podcast far too often. Lair. It was in the trailer for Lair. <laughs> what a call! Oh, it was in the trailer oh. for Lair where you fight this big crab, and I'm like, that crab looks trash. But That's not it, Lair. That was Genji Days of the Blade. Oh, no, of the sorry, blade. it was Genji. Sorry, yeah, right, right. giant yeah. enemy crabs. You just wanted to mention Lair for the sake of I it. Just to for massive damage. <laughs> I, I can claim my massive paycheck damage. from whoever made, whoever the fuck made Lair send me a paycheck every episode. <laughs> well, did you guys see the legs on those enemy crabs? <laughs> were they were they as nice as the one that's the enemies from Scarlet Nexus? Pretty good PS3 legs. <laughs> anyway, the next game on our list is Second Extinction, Extinction from Systematic. So nah. systemic reaction. Dinos, though. Um, it's Dino Crisis, but it's multiplayer, and you shoot dinosaurs. It, it's Turok. It's Left 4 Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I'm just, just like, Left 4 Dead with Turok. This, this trailer started off, I'm like, okay, you shoot dinosaurs. Okay, you shoot more dinosaurs. Okay, you just keep shooting dinosaurs. Okay. That like, trailer? the trailer was. I'm yeah. sure that the game is okay, like, once it actually comes out, but that was... Definitely the worst trailer for me. There, right. Nothing happened in it. Avalanche Studios. Yeah, like, um, yeah. I think even if you love dinos, like... What was there to latch onto? There was no character. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's the was... thing. I love dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs in games. If you have to kill them in games, whatever. But it got to the point, like, you just keep killing them. I feel bad for them now. And then at the end, they try to show a different dinosaur. Because all you were fighting was some, like, raptor-looking things. At the end, I think they try to show a bigger one. But it was, like, it was like two frames. It was gone. Like, like the tease. show me something in the distance. Some big dude. I will yeah, say. Like a T-Rex just walking over the hill slowly and you're like, yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> that would be cool. I will say that the gibbing system on the little dinosaurs is pretty nice. It looks satisfying to shoot them. So we'll see how that goes. I think, yeah, I, I did get a very satisfying gameplay. I think this is going to be one of the, if you want to sort of fuck around with some mates, online multiplayer, just fighting through hordes of dinosaurs. Yeah. Draw. Mm. Cool. You know, it's cool. Next game. Now, I barely have any notes here because I know Josh is... Oh, boy. A little bit excited for Yakuza. I'm standing like on my chair. Like a dragon. Like <sighs> a dragon. Yay. Ooh. I'm going to get sued by a lot of... Ugh. Yeah. Just everyone. 
the world. D- if you just sing all of the songs, yeah, moving everyone... on. <laughs> so, all the notes I've got here. It's gonna be a launch game. Turn-based combat? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Josh, you have the floor. Radio. So, uh, Yakuza Seven is this game. Uh, so, the entire Yakuza franchise, or the mainline Yakuza franchise, um, has you taking uh, like playing as a character who was kicked out of the Yakuza. You know, um, so the games aren't ever that you're in and you're like privy to all that's going on inside the clans. Um, and that continues here, but they've finally stepped away from the like main character and we got a new protagonist and it's supposed to be a reboot yeah. of sorts. Um, so it's a cool jumping on point And I really like that they've rebranded it in the West from Yakuza 7 to Yakuza Like a Dragon. Because I feel like... Sing it. You can't just say it. You got to sing it. Like a dragon. You committed, Josh. That was great. <laughs> you guys didn't see this because my around. webcam's busted, but like I was standing on my chair there busting that out. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so you're going to Hollywood. <laughs> so this game is actually already released in Japan um, on PS4 only. Um, so this is the first we've heard of this title coming to PC and Xbox, which is a new initiative they're doing for the franchise. Sega's bankroll and all those ports, put them out left and right. They're on Game Pass now, which is great. Um, yeah. Because they're just like huge RPGs um, where you just get in random street brawls and like watch awesome like Japanese drama essentially play They are play bonkers. Out. They are bonkers. bonkers and they got like- I always want to get into them. And they've always mm. like had a weird sense of humor, real kooky, real weird. Like you're on like a phone sex hotline in Yakuza 0 where you work there kind of thing. And like there's- <laughs> a, They put random like Japanese adult video actresses in the game as just NPCs. Cool. Like it's just weird and bonkers. Um but yeah, so this represents kind of like a turning point um, where instead of being primarily a brawling game, it's now going to be turn-based combat. And to go along with that, um, something they've really you know shown off a lot is there's like a whole bunch of Dragon Quest references within the game. Awesome. So the main character, um, Ichiya, Ichi, I think they call him. I think it's Ichi. I think it's Ichi. Yeah, Ichi... Uh, like growing up, love Dragon Quest, you know. Um, so he's con- cool. like so it. like yeah, they got actual express permission from Square to be like, yo, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, oh, I, lo- I reference love reference this as so much as possible. So he's like, so you get in a random brawl and he'll be like, oh man, this is just like Dragon Quest, and then it goes to turn based, <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> like, great. You know, yeah, and all the okay, magic I'm attacks. So on board now, dude, and that like cool. all the attacks take place like they're all. You know, instead of having magic spells and stuff, it's like, oh, this guy, like, has flame breath kind of thing. And he has, like, a torch or something. And he'll, like, burp or something, you know. And the fumes <laughs> will make it catch light. Or, like, there's a drunk, a homeless drunk in your party kind of thing. And you'll puke on them. And that'll gross him out. Kind of, like, gives me Stick of Truth kind of vibes. I was going to say Stick of Truth. Uh, yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is my jumping on that. Point. So, it I'm, seems I'm, like... I'm They've really dialed up the craziness because I think that's like what really made it catch on in the West. The fact that you can recruit like a chicken to run your management, <laughs> like to manage all your properties in the city and stuff. Like just weird kooky comedy 
mixed in with like Japanese drama. Um, but yeah, so this is the first way you heard about this coming to the West, which is great. Um, and yeah, we can expect it when the Xbox Series X launches, I guess? Question mark? Yeah. They said, yeah, they said at launch. So I, I think this will be a launch game. So that's just um, kind of like, why not it, give us a release date? We know it's coming to PS4. Like, where's this, where's this playing out? It's just a weird is, thing to leave us on. But I, I must say, this is the first, this is the only trailer in the um, whole presentation that really made me smile. There's a moment where it's quite serious at the start. Um, it shows you know, a bit of the storyline. And then it cuts to like a fight. And then it's a quick cut to um, Ichi being thrown in the air by his mates. Like they're celebrating something. I'm like, yay! That's yeah. what I was looking for. Like the dance battles and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, like, and some of the effects for some of the attacks. I was like, oh, this looks bananas. I'm so in. Oh. This looks just my right amount of stupidly crazy. Mm-hmm. I saw a giant enemy crab in there at some point yeah. as well. So. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Dude, so <laughs> from Genji slash Lair. So I think that's like that's like a special attack where like a street vendor like throws a crab into the battle and he like joins in and stuff. He's like a summon or something. Like, fuck, it had some sexy legs. Oh, I love crab. it. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is amazing. Some sexy pincers. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, and then on to our last game. Now, this is a game that was announced what two weeks ago now. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm very excited for it, but I'm yeah. disappointed in what they showed here. And I think this is uh, an example of really poor messaging. We were told mm-hmm. there's going to be gameplay of this. Now, you could argue there was some slight gameplay in that trailer, maybe. When? But even the, the I can't remember what his name is, they, had, they interviewed one of the guys who, who made the game. He tweeted out, like, hey, I think there was some poor messaging on Xbox's behalf. We weren't going to show off gameplay gameplay. Like, this is what we plan to show. Uh, and I feel bad for him because they, Ubisoft is copying Backlash. I don't think it was really their choice. I didn't see any Ubisoft uh, tweets or social media in the days leading up to it saying, hey, we're showing off gameplay. Mm. It seemed to be a lot of mixed messages. However, I mean, we haven't even touched on Assassin's Creed Valhalla as of yet. What do you guys think of um, the Nordic setting? I'm, I'm keen. I like mm. it. Agreed. I, I'm a big fan. I um, like the Nordic stuff. Yeah, and considering I, we were talking about God of War a couple of weeks ago, and this is just another Nordic-themed game, I'm so in for it. I well, love it. I like how they like this one is more rooted in history. We've seen the fantastical with God of War, and that's cool, the, the mythology. Mm. I think Assassin's Creed will tap into it a little bit. Like, you see one of Odin's ravens and stuff like that. Yeah, As yeah. all Assassin's Creed games do, or the last few, they do touch into the mythology a little bit. So in the trailer, you definitely see, or in the footage that they showed, you do get to see the, some of the whole... You're a Viking that goes to England, and you ransack England and all that type of stuff. You see a Yeah, we deserve ran. it at this point. <laughs> yeah, you guys were really fucking shit up at some points, weren't you? Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, you use your, like, a battering ram as some sort of siege weapon. I think there'll be, like, a siege mechanic, like a, a wee gameplay mechanic was built around the siege. I'm cool with it. Mm. That could um, be interesting. They've confirmed that there is male and female protagonist. Um, cool. Blanked on the name, but cool. I'm, I'm not quite sure if... Because I know the male version um, in Nordic culture was a berserker, and the female was a shield maiden. I'm not just sure if they'll have, like... They'll just combine that role into, into one or something. I'm, I'm not quite sure how they'll do that. Something that makes me very, very excited, though, is they've come out and said it's going to be shorter and smaller than Odyssey. I loved Odyssey. 
but I never finished it because it's massive. Mm. It's mm. really, really cool. It's one of my favorite games I've played in, you know, the current gen, but too big. Chill. Chill out. Get rid of some of that ocean. Get rid of a few islands. It is going to be smaller, but there's going to be more like little things to do inside of the yeah. space that they're given. I was reading an article about how you can like arrange marriages to form bonds between different tribes and stuff. Like that's cool. I'm gonna be a matchmaker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can you All can right. build your settlement as well. You know, you look after your people and you expand and you trade with so other Cool. That settlement is a very interesting aspect of this game. Because, yeah, you build mm. it up. I think it's going to act a lot like... Um, I've seen it compared to your little settlement in Red Dead 2. Yeah, you'd always go back Ooh, there and yeah. you'd progress the story by coming back there and you'd see evolve. And as you grew it, you'd get certain benefits, which in Red Dead I never really took advantage of, but I'm hoping in this one it could be like a weaponsmith or something like that. I also I saw somebody make it... Gone. Sorry, Kills. Oh, sorry. I certainly hope that it's a bit more in-depth than the Red Dead 2 camp was because it was limited in usefulness and it didn't feel particularly... But I could press square to put my hat down. I mean, that's pretty... <laughs> didn't feel particularly fun to upgrade. Sorry, Simon. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, um, I've seen plenty of jokes comparing it to Animal Crossing. It's like, cool, we're getting a Nordic Animal Crossing. <laughs> what? <And> that was <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, yes, Wait. I'm down. I mean, I'll, I'll play the shit out of that. Yeah. So... Uh. We are excited for Assassin's Creed. I'm a massive Assassin's Creed fan, and yeah, Valhalla is very much up my alley. However, I want to see some gameplay. I did think oh, at one point during the trailer, kind of like they did with them when they first revealed God of War, how it was, you thought it was all going to be trailer, and then it just seamlessly went into gameplay, and it was really cool. Mm. I thought they were going to do that here. Yeah, so did I. I was hoping for that. No. Mm. But um, no. So, what were our what were our thoughts overall on this whole thing? Okay. Um. Yeah, it was it was all right. Fine. The, the thing is, honestly, um, I know I was very negative before, but I don't actually feel particularly negative about these games. They look interesting. If Microsoft had just said, "Here are some games that are going to be available yeah. on Xbox Game Pass." at launch of the Xbox Series X from third parties. If they had just said that, here's some some trailers yeah. for these games, I would have been like, oh, hell yeah, this is great. I'm happy about yeah. all of these. But instead, they marketed it as some huge, massive gameplay reveal. And it wasn't that. It didn't live up no. to expectations. There was hardly any gameplay in any of that. Mm. And I'm I'm disappointed in their marketing for that. Yeah. It, it was just, I, I don't know what they were doing. And now that really does take the, the win out of the sales for when they properly show gameplay. Yeah, because like, no one's going to believe them. Well, even when like when we do see it on screen, it's like, well, that technically isn't the first gameplay we've seen, is it? You guys kept saying that you showed it during your first Inside Xbox. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's a shame. Like like um, Keelan said, if they came out and said, hey, we're showing off a bunch of third-party games, a bunch of these games you've never heard of before, then cool. They succeeded in that. Mm. Awesome. And I think fans would look at it through that lens. However, they said, prepare yourself for next-gen gameplay. So I was prepared. Mm. I had my can of V with me. I was ready. Nah. 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 Didn't quite hit that mark. Sorry, guys. But look, regardless, I'm buying the Xbox anyway, so 
whatever. Uh, look, I think there were there were some real gems in all of this. I think um, look, my, one of my personal favorites is absolutely Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, but I feel like a couple of the trailers were a bit. Eh. Okay, let's let, let's try to end this on a positive. What was your standout games? Sam, was your yours a uh, Yakuza? Yeah, hundred percent. It looks bonkers, and I love it. Kills. Uh, I can't pick a single one. It's between Chorus, The Medium, and Assassin's Creed. Those games are really stuck good. Up. Good calls all around. Josh, uh, Yakuza Seven has to be my game of the show. Um, like I wasn't expecting it at all. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, um, I like seeing the ja- them at least try to make an effort with the Japanese audience. Um, even if it does feel a little bit wasted at this point, they've had a few too many chances. But yeah, no, <laughs> Yakuza like a dragon for sure. And the fact that even more people can get in on that zaniness is just this will be my my um, launch yeah. point with that game. I think I think I'm I'm gonna get this one. Yeah, yes. then again, I said that about all the Yakuza games. <laughs> yes, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the nice thing, Jesse. You don't have to get it. It'll be on Xbox Game Pass, hopefully. Oh yeah, hey. that's true. Yeah, but yeah, a bunch of these games will be on Game Pass, which is cool. Um. My my standout for the show was Kavoris because it's <laughs> control. I was trying to put a V in control, but you can't control <laughs> control. It's control in space, and um, sure. I mean, I'll play control anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, control in space. Um, Dirt Five. I'm in- I'm really interested to see what they do with Troy and Nolan, and uh, the medium because oh yeah, scary. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it's been a while since we had a great standout horror game, like a unique horror game. So I think I think that might that might fill that that little gap. I think we're well overdue for one. Although there are rumors coming around that we're going to see a Silent Hill very soon. Uh, yeah, the yeah. dream, yeah. the dream. PT, right, anyone? Wrap it up. Don't get me there. Um, oh man, I you know I deleted PT for my PS4 a week before Mum and Dad had an argument. And by mum and dad, I mean Kojima and Konami. Um, <laughs> and it left, like, it. I can't download now. And it's constantly on my screen. So I constantly have one download in error. Oh. Wow. Because I went to go download it. by the ghost there. of Kojima. And I can't get rid of it. It's like... Yeah. Ghost of Toshima. No, it's ghost of Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> the new Sony oh, that was a good joke. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Hey, Simon, right, you want to host? up there. <laughs> We'll wrap it up there. It's rare that we end the show on a good joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Normally we have to end either in, in like shame. All right. If you want to hear more good and or bad jokes, um, we're on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe, leave us a review. Check out Fan Critical. Um, all their podcasts, they just launched their new uh, series called How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Um, I believe in the latest episode, Len watched Reservoir Dogs. Oh, Great film. What? Yeah, I know. It's blowing, blowing my mind. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, story mode video game podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're over on Facebook and Twitter at story mode pod. And jump on Patreon if you want to chuck a couple of buckarinas our way. You get a few extra shows, you get access to the Discord server. We can hear some great jokes from Simon Evans. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah. Cool. Xbox Inside. Eh, sure. Why not? It was Keelan, a thing. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thank you. Simon, cheers. Thank you. And Josh, cheers for jumping in. It's always a pleasure. And uh, everyone listening, thank you. And we'll catch you next week. 
Bye, my beautiful everyone. A little kiss. Bye. A little kiss Bye. in the crab leg. Bye. Also, we should have said Scorn had Scorn Hub or Scorn Tube because there's a lot of porn. There's a lot of gold there and we didn't tap into any of it. I thought of it after the fact. I'm sorry, everyone.